Here's a short and sweet. Everything I'm about to say is controversial. Uh, we know almost nothing about her. We don't know when she was born, but we think it was around 1787. We don't know where she was born, but we think it was in Idaho amongst the Shoshone. Uh, she, we think she was digging um, roots uh, on the plains near Three Forks, Montana, when she was captured by a Hidatsa raiding party when she was 11 or so years old. So she's out innocently digging for food and uh, a Hidatsa war party comes and kills some people, takes her and somebody else all the way across the Montana to what's now North Dakota, where she is adopted in some sense of the term into the Hidatsa world. Um, it's not clear whether she is fully adopted or whether she's an, a slave or exactly what her status is, but she was, she became Hidatsaized. Her name, Sakagawea, is a Hidatsa name, meaning uh, bird woman. Um, so that's what we think. And she joined the expedition on November 2nd, 1804, at, in North Dakota at, at this little compound they built called Fort Mandan. And her, her husband, Toussaint Charbonneau, brought her along with some buffalo meat for the expedition. And he sort of pitched their services and said, you're going to need horses to get across the Rocky Mountains. I have this woman and, her, and another one, both Shoshone women. They speak that language. They'll help you get the horses. So just hire us and we'll, we'll be great for you. And so Lewis and Clark were a little reluctant about that, but they did wind up hiring the Charbonneau family, including Sacagawea. So then they go with her beginning in, in the spring of 1805 and her infant son, who was born during that winter, and they go all the way across Montana and get to the Shoshone people, where she is now has her moment. She's being called upon to, to translate because, of course, Lewis and Clark don't speak Shoshone and the Shoshone don't speak English. And so she's the translator. And at that moment, this sort of almost miraculous thing occurs where they're sitting in this large council tent and Lewis says what he's going to say. There's a smoking ceremony and there's lots of ritual, but then Lewis says something like, we come in peace for all mankind, which is what explorers say. And then she's to translate this into Shoshone. And she looks up and the, and the, 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 the leader of this, of this band of the Shoshone is a man named Kamiyawait. And it turns out that Kamiyawait is her brother. And so you can't make this stuff up it would be rejected as a Hollywood script. So they, they cross all of Montana. She's been hired as a minor interpreter to help them get horses. They get into this council tent. She looks across and realizes this is her brother that she I'm sure never expected to see again. And he never expected to see her after she was captured. When Lewis sees this, he's sort of looking um, aside at Clark thinking, yeah, this is going to really help with the horses. You know, this is, this is probably the making moment of the expedition and so it's a it's one of the great romantic coincidence stories in the history of the american west and they went on then to get the horses and sakagawea had a chance to stay with her birth people the shoshone but she chose to continue to spend her time with the expedition and the, went all the way to the pacific and then all the way back to north dakota mm -hmm. 